Thanks so much for joining the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and our podcast is here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. Uh, We're thinking through the question, what would Jesus like? And the question is in response to the topic of social media, particularly Christian women and social media. In our last episode, we thought about two questions we should ask before we post or comment or like on social sites. And those two questions are, number one, if I do this, will I be seen as kind? And number two, if I do this, do I have the potential or will I stumble others? We talked about how these two questions can remind us that we need to consider God and consider others when posting on social sites. But this time, I think it's important that we think about how social media and our social media time might be impacting our own hearts, our own minds, our own souls. I mentioned last time that there is a lot of buzz right now in the news about a woman named Frances Haugen. She is a former Facebook employee. Facebook happens to own Instagram. So she's a former employee of that company and a whistleblower. A whistleblower is somebody like a referee who blows a whistle when there's a foul that's taken place on a sports field and we stop the game and we reconsider. When she was at Facebook, she copied and then leaked some of their own internal research documents. And these documents reveal that Facebook and Instagram realize that their platforms actually make body image issues worse for women. So if women already have body image issues, these platforms make them even worse. Facebook's own research found that about 32% of teenage girls who already felt bad about their own bodies felt even worse when going on Instagram about the way that they looked. So that's one out of every three. That's a lot of teenage girls who are feeling bad about their own body because of these social sites. Another study actually found that 17% of teenage girls said that their eating disorders got worse after using Instagram. They saw visuals and they thought their bodies didn't compare and it led to further problems with eating disorders. And even further research revealed that 13% of British teen users and 6% of American teen users said that they could trace their own suicidal thoughts right back to Instagram. So that's pretty significant. And aside from all of that, whether we're teenage or older, we spend far too much time as a culture on social media sites. According to a study done by MediaKick, the average person, and this is just average, the average person spends 116 minutes, which is about two hours a day, on social media sites. If you take that 116 minutes, that's going to be about two hours, which would be out of a 24-hour day, about a twelfth of your day. So let's say you live to be 80 years old, about a twelfth of those 80 years translates to almost seven years of your life. 
And that's the average person. That doesn't even include the extreme cases. Uh, the Barna Group, another research group, learned that about half of all women check their social media first thing in the morning and they look at it again last thing every day before they go to bed at night. So we've got to admit that the time we spend on social media is pretty radical. And not only is the time radical, but this stuff has the capacity to radically impact us. Now, I'm not saying or suggesting that we go off. In fact, next time we'll look at how we can make good use of social media. But it is important as we're asking ourselves, what would Jesus like, that we think about our own hearts. What would Jesus like for our own hearts? Remember the passage that we looked at last time, Matthew 22, 37 through 40, in response to the question, what is the greatest commandment? Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and prophets. So God wants all of our heart and soul and mind, our entire person, dedicated to him or given over to him. And that means following him and doing things his way, separated from sinful practices or erroneous practices. We can ask ourselves three more questions this time when gauging if this is impacting our souls negatively or not. And the first would be, am I coveting? When I go on these social sites, does it cause me to covet? When I see pictures of other people's marriages or children or homes or cars or vacations or careers or accomplishments, does it make me covet or pine after what they have? Think about the 10th commandment. The 10th commandment found in Exodus 20, 17 says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Coveting is just yearning to possess something, especially something that belongs to another. When we go on social, is it causing us to covet anything that is our neighbor's? Uh, are we setting our heart on that, comparing ourselves? In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, the Apostle Paul said the whole comparison thing, us comparing ourselves by ourselves, is very unwise. Uh, responding to this church who had been evaluating their teachers in light of other teachers, he said in, again, 2 Corinthians 10, 12, not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. Coveting and comparing is sinful and it's wrong. It's not wise. And it's rooted in our longing for the approval of other people rather than being content with the approval of God. Romans 6.4 talks about who the Christian is in Christ. It says, We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, 
in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Wow, that's huge. We have new life and we can't get off track and forget who we are in Christ. And that can happen when we start wanting so desperately to be approved of or liked by others. We can spiral down and start posting things or commenting on things or even going on social media sites and liking things because we're trying to get the approval of other people. We can even delete posts because we found they didn't have enough likes or they didn't have enough comments and we think this isn't post worthy. We've got to check our hearts in all of this and we've got to ask ourselves, why am I doing this? Why am I posting these things? Why am I commenting these things? Why am I liking these things? Would Jesus, who knows every motive of my heart, would he approve of what I'm doing? Would he like this? Is this something that Jesus would like? If we try to continue to draw others to covet what we have or we're so desperately coveting what others have, we might end up in a situation that's described in Psalm 32, 3 and 4, when King David was rebellious against God and he was just eaten up internally as a result. Psalm 32, 3 and 4 says, For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. Uh, That sounds miserable. And that's what we can become when we are breaking God's law, when we're disobedient to him, when we're not doing from the heart what he's called us to do. We can become like this person with our bones wasting away, with groaning, with God's hand upon us, our strength dried up, we can become depressed. And so that's the second question we should ask ourselves. Besides, is this making me covet or am I coveting? Am I depressed? I mean, so often our depression is related to habitual sin. How do we feel after spending time on social media? Do we feel badly? Do we feel depressed and discouraged? Do we look at those images and think, oh, there's another party, another get together, and I wasn't even invited? There are my friends all having a great time, and I'm not there. The Barna Research Group discovered that 70% of women, so that seven out of 10, seven out of 10 women had negative emotions after social media use. That's a lot. So we have to ask ourselves, if it's making me depressed and anxious and stressed and it doesn't make me feel good, why do I do it? A lot of times we're doing it for the wrong reason. The Barna Group gave some motivation after research. Motivation, why do women go on social media? And there were a few main buckets that the responses fell into. The first was just curiosity. The second was habit. And the third we'll put together in the bucket of pleasure, enjoyment, finding news, and feeling connected. The first, that curiosity. Sometimes we want to just see how many likes we've received. We want to see if people have 
commented on our post because likes and comments have become a form of social currency. They kind of define how wealthy we are. It's like going to the bank and checking your bank account. How much money do I have? How much interest have I made? How valued am I? Everybody's seeing this to top it off. It can make us very excited and elated about the wrong things, lots of likes and lots of comments, and very depressed and very discouraged when we're not getting the likes and comments that we hoped that we would. Another reason was habit, and that can be in our downtime. We don't want to think, so we just jump on social media. A group called ASAP Science said that 93%, so that's basically everybody, 93% of people aged 18 to 29 say they use their phone to avoid being bored. So jumping on that phone and mostly getting on social sites to avoid being bored. There's that boomerang nature of sin. We get depressed and discouraged, so we lack motivation. And then we're not doing anything, so we feel bored. Then we go back on social media, and then we get depressed again. And that leads to more of a lack of motivation. And then we feel more bored, and it goes on and on and on. Frances Haugen, she revealed that Facebook and Instagram is actually designed to be addictive, especially to be addictive to those who already feel bad about themselves. And the last bucket is the pleasure, enjoyment, finding news, feeling connected. I threw that into the category of FOMO or fear of missing out. That's what FOMO is. It's an acronym for fear of missing out because it kind of covers pleasure, enjoyment, news, and connectedness. The Oxford Dictionary added it to their list in 2013, and they defined FOMO as anxiety, that an exciting or interesting event may be currently happening elsewhere often aroused by posts seen on social media sites. So social media can create this FOMO, this fear of missing out. Uh, a marketing association said that they discovered that 70% of millennials have stated that they experience FOMO on a regular basis. But you know, it doesn't just affect younger people. Another psychologist said that she sees FOMO in patients between the ages of 50 and 70 who are actively using social sites as a primary way to connect. A lot of them get upset that their adult children aren't commenting on or liking their posts. They think things like they must not like me or they're excluding me. They don't understand how the algorithms work and how things populate and don't populate. And it leads them to depression and discouragement and feeling like, again, their kids and their grandkids don't like them. And sometimes it just leads us to the feeling of, you know, I just, I hate myself. And I want to remind us that, you know, when we feel that, ooh, I hate myself, it might really not be that we hate ourselves. It might be that we actually love ourselves a little too much. It's interesting in Ephesians 5.29, it says, for no one ever hated his own flesh. That's in the context with husband and wives, but it says no one ever hated his own flesh. It's just kind of assumed that we don't hate ourselves, that we love ourselves. And remember the passage that we've looked at twice now in this little social series, Matthew 22.39 says, you shall love your neighbor 
as yourself. So the assumption is that you love yourself, now love your neighbor that much. So if you feel like, ooh, I just hate myself, often it's really that we love ourselves so much, we're self-consumed and we become depressed and discouraged because we're not getting the attention that we would like or the attention that we feel that we deserve. At this point, I think it's important to realize how far we may have drifted from our call to follow Christ. Mark 8, 34 and 36 says, As Jesus called a crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? We got to remember Jesus knows exactly what it feels like to not be popular or to not have a lot of likes. First Peter 2, 4 says that Jesus was rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. We've got to get our focus on how God views us and our identity in Christ rather than the way that we're responded to by the world. Because a lack of likes will never really hurt us. And you know what? An abundance of likes, it will never, ever satisfy our souls. How much does Jesus like the time that I'm spending on all of this? So the third question would be, am I wasting my time? Am I spending 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, two hours a day, three hours a day on social sites? Have you ever tried just tracking it? Because it is designed to be addictive. Sean Parker, who is a former head and founder of Facebook, said that it's designed to be addictive. And because it's addictive, it can be a real time waster. Uh, think about Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. Ephesians 5, 15 and 16 says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. We are called to make the best use of the time, to enjoy the time, to enjoy our life rather than thinking about it through the lens of social media sites. And if you're somebody who has no time for the Bible, no time for prayer, no time to serve at church, no time to invest into the souls of others, even no time to exercise or pursue good things or improve yourself, you got to ask how much of your time are you spending on social media? We all have the same 24 hours, the same seven days a week. We all have to choose to use our time wisely. Sean Parker, again, that uh, former Facebook founder, said, I use these platforms. I just don't let these platforms use me. And that's an important truth. Log out of those things so that when you go on, you have to go, okay, wait a minute. Do I really want to spend my time on a social site again? Also, schedule your social media time. 
Don't just go there because you're bored. If you're bored, talk to God. There's a lot of great things to talk to God about. Read your Bible. Read a good Christian book. Connect with another believer. Encourage somebody. There are all sorts of things you can do. You can invest into a new hobby. But don't just jump on social media because you don't know what to do. Use the site. Use the platform. But don't let it use you. Well, in our last episode, we asked two important questions. When we're posting, when we're commenting or liking, will we be seen as kind and will we stumble others? This time, we added three more questions. When I go on social media, am I coveting, am I depressed, or am I wasting my time? Next time, we're going to look at how social media can actually be used for good, to promote good and promote the gospel. But until then, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And you can email, you can email WF for Women in Faith, WF at compasschurch.org with any questions that you might have or topic suggestions. And I'm really looking forward to meeting with you again and thinking about this critical topic next time.